A reading from the book of Genesis. The Lord God formed man out of clay of the ground and blew into his nostrils the breath of life. And so man became a living being. Then the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east and placed there a man whom he had formed. Out of the ground, the Lord God made various trees grow that were delightful to look at and good for food. With the tree of life in the middle of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now the serpent was among the cunning of all the animals that the Lord God had made. The serpent asked the woman, did God really tell you not to eat from any of the trees in the garden? The woman answered the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden. It is only about the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden that God said, you shall not eat it or even touch it lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, you certainly will not die. No, God knows well the moment you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you'll be like gods who know what is good and what is evil. The woman saw the tree was good for food, pleasing to the eyes and desirable for gaining wisdom. She took some of its fruit and ate it. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made loincloths for themselves. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, through one man sin entered the world, and through sin death, and thus death came to all men, insomuch as all sinned. For if by the transgression of the one death came to reign through that one, how much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of justification come to reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. In conclusion, just as through one transgression condemnation came upon all, so through one righteous act acquittal and life came to all. For just as through the disobedience of the one man the many were made sinners, so through the obedience of the one the many will be made righteous. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and afterward he was hungry. The tempter approached him and said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become loaves of bread. He said in reply, It is written, One does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and made him stand on the parapet of the temple and said to them, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you and with their hands, they will support you, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered him, again it is written, you shall not, the, not put the Lord your God to the test. Then the devil took him up to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their magnificence. And he said to him, all these things I shall give you if you prostrate yourself and worship me. 
At this, Jesus said to him, Get away, Satan. It is written, The Lord your God shall you worship, and him alone shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. The Gospel of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, good evening. Wow, very quiet. Good evening. Thank you for trying. I won't do it a third time, don't worry. Welcome to this your house today. Hard to believe. We are celebrating the first Sunday of Lent. First Sunday of Lent, and we already survived to the only week of the year that we are expected to fast twice in a week. Twice, not one, but twice. For those who look at me with surprise, fasting, what's that? Meaning you sacrifice yourself. Meaning we hope you didn't have your cheeseburger. We hope you didn't, no, actually I hope you did have your coffee because otherwise many people will suffer because of that. I hope you were able to keep your phone quiet for a bit, at least twice, twice. That week is gone. Now we are getting into the first Sunday, and now we are getting focused in this program, a program of 40 days. And it's interesting because when you look for a very psychological perspective, they suggest for you to change a habit takes how long? 25 days. 25 to 30. Usually is what, when someone wants to change certain habits, takes that amount of time. 40 days, meaning you are changing the habit and you are becoming a better person. If we are looking in that level. Of course, we are looking in a very deep meaningful and unique way, that is, we are walking with Jesus in the desert. We are willing to accompany him. We are willing to open ourselves. I go a little bit faster, and I hope I won't fail. To really understand the meaning for these 40 days. In order to begin with that, in a very beautiful way, we found our first reading. The simplest, but the most beautiful phrase we may found in the first reading. And God blew on the creature he created to gain life. God did this. And then men became a creature. That sounds nice, yes. That's beautiful, yes. But also remind us of something that we may forget now. And it's that dependence that we have to have in God. The way how we are who we are because of the Creator. God equals creator. So that's a revelation for us today. Because remember, we are living in a world that is just very, you know, abstract. We are who we want to be. 
no matter what. If in, your, if in your own person you believe you are a tree, certainly you are a tree and society is okay with that. Because there's no God in that. Because it's what society says, and that's okay. And guess what? It's not okay. And it's in the scripture. God blew. And the creature became a living thing. With that idea in mind, so now let's picture the rest of the scene. Just imagine Adam and Eve. Two perfect beings for one reason. One reason. They were perfect. You know what the reason is? Who wants to, to have a chance? Who say me? I'm not pointing, don't worry. Who say me? Because they were innocent. Everything was perfect because they were innocent. It was a prejudice. It wasn't it had to be the best. It wasn't I was the better looking because they were just you and her. I mean, no more choices. Poor Eve, she didn't have much to choose because that was just him. That was even him or the serpent. So I don't know which one is worse. And both happened to be no good. And only one thing they have to fulfill in order to keep that happiness, to be obedient. You had everything for you. Look at this paradise, wherever you want. It's not gluten, no. It's not vegan, no. Because that was the perfect world. Because God created everything perfect. But even today, people believe, no, that's bad. No. The scriptures say, don't say, don't call bad what God made good. So that wasn't vegan or nothing. Everything was for them. But from this tree, don't touch it. Simple, simple rule. But guess what? From the beginning of the world, it's always that little thing that always attracts us. The thing that is forbidden, that's the one we want. Say no, why? Just say it, no, why? No, why? No, why? So don't take from that tree. Of course, they tried their best. And then when the serpent came, not to the men, to the women. Sorry, ladies. So who say that you cannot have it? Or did he say that you will die? Are you certain about that? Are you sure? For real? Nah. Take it. Nothing will happen to you. Oh, yes. One thing will happen. You will be like God. You will be equals. And then, my brothers and sisters, happiness ended because of disobedience. So they were perfect because they were innocent. And they became doomed because they disobeyed. The rest of the world, you know, we know the story. So this connects us with the gospel. No, actually, the second reading is like, 
the bridge to combine the first reading and the, and the gospel about the first man who sinned and then the new Adam came to redeem us. And now is when we see Jesus in this desert going to be tempted. And it's exactly what we are experiencing or what we want to experience today. It's why we are giving things up to have little participation in these 40 days. Yes, last Wednesday we said we are uh, declaring ourselves sinful because we are. And that's what the ash in our forehead means. We need the grace of God. And now during these 40 days is the opportunity for us to really go deep. Yes, it's about to try to be a better person. It's, it's uh, about to try not to speak too much about others. It's about to try to learn how to be quiet for two reasons. Not to do harm to others, but also to listen to God. Just to know what he wants to really tell me. Because God has so many things to say to us. But we had to be open. So that's why we had to recollect ourselves. And sometimes we had to be tempted just to know that we are not alone. It's not what we believe, that we can do everything ourselves. No. Because we are God's creatures. Because we are not that you know, 21st century person who can do everything without nobody. No. It's to be humble. It's to recognize that we are tempted. It's to recognize that the evil, the devil one, is constantly showing us what you can get if you say no to God. For what? On the resurrection day, we will fail. And we will be condemned. And we will suffer. But my brothers and sisters, those are the things that the world is not teaching today. Because it's about something that is temporal and perishable. So, we, people of God who still think a little bit about, so we had to be the ones who had to bring the message. It's not about doing things because the church is expecting us to do. It's because I had the conviction because I know it's about my salvation and other salvation. But do we really believe? Do I need to be tempted to have to be in the highest place to be seen by the world and just to recognize the only thing I need is just to believe in God and that's it? Or on the contrary, just be full of myself, fell, and recognize that I'm not invisible. So at the end, the invitation is one, but also the choice is ours. God bless all.